Welcome to Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran. I'm the leading tax sell expert. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. This is a completely free podcast and is brought to you through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. If you are looking to learn more about investing in tax-defaulted real estate, just head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxSellAcademy.com. All right, on today's episode, I want to talk about the current trends that we're seeing in the tax sell industry. So back in early April, I recorded a podcast episode and a YouTube video detailing what would lie ahead of us as tax sell investors in the wake of the COVID-19 outbreak. Now that we're nearly four months into this episode, this whole pandemic, I want to circle back and touch on this topic again. So let's first discuss the real estate market in general. You know, one would think that a pandemic would substantially have slowed down the real estate market. And that might have been true for a few weeks initially, while everybody kind of got a grasp on what was happening. But the truth is that the real estate market continues to be pretty strong in most areas. Now, obviously, this varies based on social distancing guidelines that have impacted local commerce and employment. We have certainly not seen the crash that many people expected. Of course, the stability of the housing market is also helped by the Fed's cutting interest rates to nearly zero. Now, let's focus on the tax sell side of things, the stuff you're probably really most interested in. Before we do that, I want to add two bits of information to kind of help set the stage. It's very important to remind you we're talking about tax foreclosures here and not bank foreclosures. In many areas, the two have been treated much differently by the local and the state governments. So don't lump these together just because you saw that foreclosures were not being handled by the court system right now. We're talking about tax foreclosures here, not bank foreclosures. Secondly, just know and I'm going to be speaking about all states in generalizations. Yes, I absolutely know that some areas are doing things much differently than other areas. In fact, most areas are different from one another in some way that they are handling the response to COVID-19. But as we'll discuss this, understand the information that we discuss is mostly an average of what I'm seeing take place across the nation. In many states, we have seen some changes in the delinquent tax system. Typically, what we're seeing is the current tax deadline is being pushed back some. We must remember that the tax foreclosure system allows anywhere from two upwards to five years before somebody actually loses that property. A lot of areas have allowed for extensions of 30, 60, 90 days for the delinquent taxes to get paid. In tax lien states, This might have an impact on you in the short term. It might push back that tax lien sale for a corresponding period of time. But that's going to be about the extent of that impact. In many of the tax deed states, the extensions probably won't impact you a whole lot since pushing back the due date of the taxes doesn't necessarily change the date for the foreclosure process to begin a number of years down the road. We must also remember, the show must still go on. The real estate tax system is designed to ensure that our cities and our counties will meet their budgets so they're able 
to provide all the services and amenities that we expect. Schools, roads, road maintenance, sidewalks, libraries, park, water conservation, fire, law enforcement, all the stuff that we often take for granted. Now, most of these things are constant. Those expenses are constant. That pandemic or not, they must still be paid for. Now, while a reprieve is nice, they just simply can't cancel all of the tax debt incurred. Otherwise, we'd face the elimination of all those things that I just mentioned. Not sure about you, but I certainly enjoy having paved roads to drive around on, right? The point is that the tax foreclosure system will never just stop. It's been around for centuries and it's not going anywhere. The properties that are ready for an actual sale or a lien foreclosure have been heading that direction for years now. So while some areas may have postponed sales, it's not gonna stop the sale entirely. It's going to happen. As tax investors, we might have had a period of time where we simply stand on the sidelines waiting for this business to reopen up a little bit but it's not going to take that long if it hasn't already returned to normal in the area that you're investing in. So let's talk about the delays at the actual auctions in more detail now. Many states initially did have delays related to mostly logistical issues involved with handling the tax sales. In-person auctions simply could not be held because of social distancing guidelines. Online auctions couldn't, in some cases, be managed properly because of stay-at-home orders. When you have an auction company used to monitoring an auction from an office and everybody is now trying to work remotely, it just creates logistical challenges that people have to work through. And of course, this delays everything. And of course, in some situations, counties just weren't in a position to make any changes at all without first implementing the proper process. And that takes time. Along with these issues, we must discuss the transition that I have seen many counties making to online platforms. And this is something that I've been seeing over the last decade and a half or so. So it is not new, but more counties are realizing that online sales are the future. The COVID outbreak really seemed to speed up this process for a lot of these counties. From a county's perspective, it is certainly much easier to handle the sales online once you are set up initially. I fully expect the transition from in-person auctions to online auctions to continue well into the future. But understand, it does take time. In some cases, it actually takes legislation being written to allow electronic sales of tax delinquent real estate. In other situations, it could take new systems being built, new software being put into place, or contracts with outside vendors and all that kind of stuff. And as most of us know, governments are usually not all that quick to make changes, but many counties are well into this transition as we speak. Now, if you're old school, in-person auction only type investor, you should probably go ahead and take the time to break that computer up, get the dust off of it, and become familiar with online auctions. If you're the tech-savvy online bidding type, it's time to figure out how you can leverage this to your advantage, as you'll certainly have many, many more properties to add to your selection in the coming months and years, in addition to those counties who've already converted to the online platform. This will ultimately allow you to invest in an unlimited number of properties by leveraging the power of the internet.
Now, my thoughts are that COVID will eventually and hopefully become less and less of an issue on both the medical and economic side. What many counties and investors have realized, however, because of COVID, is that when something isn't working like it should, like we're used to, we have to be able to pivot. From the county's perspective, many have finally realized that the online auction thing is actually the way to go. From the investor's perspective, hopefully you've realized that things can change and they can change very, very quickly. Now, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing depends on your approach and your abilities to change strategies mid-course. I believe that this is an extremely important lesson for all of us to be flexible with how we operate our tax sale business and even our personal finances. Tax sales are not going anywhere. It's up to you to now decide the best way for you to continue to invest. For many, it's just a matter of doing what you were doing before. Not a whole lot has changed. But for others, it might require you to pivot just a little bit. Regardless, the tax sale business, it's strong. And there is not a better time to get involved than right now. So hopefully this has helped provide you with an update on my take of the state of the tax sale business amongst the COVID-19 pandemic. This is an absolutely incredible business, and I'm so hopeful that you'll take advantage of the opportunities that it provides for you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. As always, if you enjoyed these podcast episodes, it'll mean so much to us if you take just a few seconds out of your day to leave some positive feedback for us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on today. And if we can provide any additional help with your quest for tax sale success, there are a whole bunch of links down below in today's show notes, including one to our step-by-step comprehensive training academy at taxcellacademy.com. I'll see you next time right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Take care and make it a successful day.